Hi everyone, and welcome to Your Sexified Life. In case we haven't met yet, I'm Fanny, your pleasure coach and creatrix of Sexified. In this podcast, we discuss what makes being alive sexy. Pleasure, orgasms, body reconnection, self-evolution, emotions, everything we need to reclaim the thriving sex and fulfilling life we deserve. Without zero bullshit tolerance, also. And most of all, we take the commitment to feel alive, because we only have one life and it's time to live it. Because being alive is sexy. Welcome to your sexified life. Let's be real. If you're like me, you've read tons of books about self-development. And many had a lot of useful stuff in it. But also, you know, trying to manage a busy life and some kind of physical activity and time for myself or trusting the universe has my back, but kind of half trusting or having issues figuring out gratitudes at the end of your day, apart from the food you ate, I always ended up failing, getting another book, trying a new method, arriving in one conclusion in the end because I failed again. What's wrong with me if I cannot commit to just do one thing? But at the same time, I had doubts. After a few months or years, let's be honest, to navigate in the self-development world, I noticed that first things were boring because it was the same everywhere. Like change your mindset, be self-disciplined, give it all to the universe and the universe will take care of it for you. Or take action on the new moon and see it unfold on the full moon. And, you know, notice the core of who you are. Tr find the truth of who you are. Great. How do I do that? <laughs> it felt boring and at the same time kind of overwhelming. Raise your hand if your morning ritual ended up being more than one hour <laughs> because you had to fit yoga, morning pages, meditation, intention settings, pray prayer to the universe, and visualizing the amazing day you will have. And noticing that actually taking a whole hour and a half is not really compatible with having an adult life with social interaction and or a family and or enough sleep. I tried waking up an hour earlier. That felt great. And then turned out I needed some sleep back. So, meh. The second doubt was actually if the real solution is out there. How come so many people, including me, actually still feel miserable and why the self-development library section becomes double, like double its volume almost every year? At least that's the case where I live. What am I not seeing? Or even worse, what am I not doing right? How come I still need more books to feel better? And turns out it's not helping me feel better. Is self-exploration that difficult? What am I not seeing? And the biggest doubt was actually how everything felt vague. Treat myself as I would treat my best friend. Great, how do I do that? Because right now I hate myself and avoid mirrors because I hate looking at my own reflections. Just a quick check, I look decent and don't need mascara because my eyes are too puffy from sleep deprivation. Find my why. Great, I have many things I want to do, but are they really mine or what society and parents want from me? 
connect to my emotions. Great. What can I do to not actually yell at everyone's face because I've been sitting on anger for years and when it will come out, I'm scared it will burn everything, like burn it all. So yeah, those cliches slowly started to make me really angry and really doubting. What am I missing? The most cliche is about how you need to accept who you are because it's the base of everything or you can't love anyone truly until you love yourself truly or, you know, cringing when I look at a picture of myself. So part of me was like, I am accepting myself. Yes, the work is done. I feel good about who I am. And then I gained some weight and I noticed that <laughs> I still had a lot of weight of work to do about acceptance. And I was there was something missing. So I started looking for answers about how to bridge that gap of saying and accept myself and the reality that was less <laughs> nice to see. And I've found some things and I wanted to share them with share them with you today. Because you know. Calling out bullshit is one thing, actually helping find answers is another one. And I'm not saying all that I mentioned earlier is bullshit, because, you know, sometimes it works too. It's just that I wanted to go deeper and see what was missing. I don't know about you, but personally, I like to understand why I do something. And there was always a part of me that was that was wondering, like, is there a way I can do that without accepting myself or without doing, not without accepting, but not without doing the work? Like, why should I want to accept myself? And then I came across this uh, sentence from Einstein that says, being crazy is doing the same thing and expect a different result. If you feel miserable because you're not accepting yourself, then... <laughs> Change that. Maybe if you change that, you won't feel miserable or you feel you will feel at least better. So yeah, might be a solution, at least worth a try. And I do want to point out that when I say feel miserable, it's just feeling meh. <laughs> the whole rage range of I feel like shit to meh and everything in between. So like miserable is an umbrella term just saying you don't feel great. Maybe I should just say, feel meh, I'll try to do that. Because you can feel meh without feeling miserable. That being said, we're slowly shifting from a place of doing things from self-confidence to self-acceptance. And that's for the better. Because self-confidence is necessary to actually do things, as in creating and finishing projects to make a change in this world. Heads up if you are you have the tendency like me to start a lot of projects and not finish any because of perfectionism, lack of self-confidence, or insert any bullshit here. But self-confidence and will are not always enough if they get crushed by our defense mechanisms, our old patterns, and the conditioning we haven't examined yet. Raise your hand if you have worked on your self-confidence and still feel meh. Or, I thought I had dealt with that already. There are two ways to change things. The first one is to decide something with your mind and make it happen into your body. 
That's the self-confidence or self-development idea. I decide something and I make it happen. But sometimes, and really often, more often than we think, maintaining this takes a lot of energy. Like adding a new thought pattern or a new habit, it takes a lot. And your nervous system isn't built to integrate infos from outside or from up there to down into your body. There is literally some anatomical connection missing. It can seem a little bit counterintuitive because that's how we operate in our daily lives. Like if you're late, if you're late to catch a plane, then you need to run to get it. But on a really like self-study practical level, it cannot work because we miss the anatomical connections because we are not built to function that way. And so we fail and we think that's because we are not, we do not have enough will or anything or that something is wrong with us or that we're broken. And so we fail and we feel like shit. And then we want to change even more and add more thoughts, habits that take a lot of energy. And so we fail again and we feel worse and it goes on and on and on and on and on. Sounds familiar? As always, no judgment, we've all been there or we are all still in there. You're not responsible of the crap you've been given. Your responsibility is to do something with it and release it most of the time. So the second way to change things is to actually going to explore what's inside and inside our body, make it conscious so that it can transform, so that you can have some space available to create something new instead of wanting to add something from the outside when when it feels already totally full. And it kind of makes sense because if you transform, like if you explore, make conscious and explore a part of you, there is a great possibility that this part actually is motivated to do something else. After all, why want to stay like a protector, keeping everyone out of your heart with so much strength when this strength can actually be a fuel to create something that matters to you or to call a relationship that is honoring your boundaries and creating something amazing? Turns out our nervous system is built that way. Anatomically, you can only go from down to up. We'll talk about that on a later episode. But when we explore what is stored in our bodies, conditioning, traumas, when we feel the sensations and the feel the sensations, not the story, but we'll get back to, to that. And then you can let it go. And since the, it is the way we are supposed to operate from, turns out it's way more effective and efficient than trying to implement something from outside saying you are not willing this enough and that kind of stuff. That's why I prefer using the term of self-studying instead of self-development because you are not a thing to develop. You are already perfect as you are. You're not broken, remember? But when you self-study, you can use the top-to-down approach and the down-to-top which is kind of the best way to do it, in my opinion, because, you know, having two people in your team is better than one. Just saying. So let's say 
you or we have done some work. Like, we are trying and we're getting better at accepting ourselves. Usually, what happens, or what happened to me at least, is how it was hard for me to accept my default mechanisms. How, when I face a big challenge, I tend to drop everything that makes me feel good so that I don't even consider feeling good in case not, I would avoid doing anything because I'm releasing into pleasure. Because feeling bad and pressured is the best way to be the most efficient. Yeah, when I say that out loud, it's really crappy. For me, that. But for some people, it's reaching out for food or shaming yourself that you didn't finish that book or that project or that online course that you paid a lot of money for and that was supposed to change your life. You know, those kind of patterns that stay stuck to you like glue, even if you hate them and want to change them really, really hard. Hint, feeling bad about it isn't the best way or the most efficient way to change them. Try a sex magic practice. It's way better. Angergasms and that kind of stuff can be pretty transforming, but we'll talk about that. So once, after feeling really bad that I, again, got hijacked from my brain because I flew back into my thoughts without connecting to my body, I could either, I made the, cho the choice of either feeling bad because I was hijacked again, or change things and see them differently. Looking in There is a metaphor I would like to share with you today about that. Looking at those old patterns, like an old auntie in your family, you know, that you don't really like, but she's there and she's kind of part of the family. You know, she doesn't look nice. She isn't nice either. She smells weird, that kind of stuff. And so imagine this old auntie is showing up at your door. It may be actually really wiser to open the door, say hi, instead of not opening, like rejecting and saying, you know what, no, you stink, I don't like you, blah, 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 blah. What you might get is actually her being still there, maybe making a scene at the entrance, calling all your neighbors, you know, <laughs> making, yeah, making a scene that you feel ashamed. And then you would feel bad, you would be doubting if you should have let her in. Or you may be wondering what is wrong with you and why you don't want her. And whereas just opening the door, say hi, is actually a good way for her to not make so much noise and get big enough of anger and fear that she storms into your living room and destroys everything. You don't need me to, to say that it's always a good idea to look at something instead of pretending they are not here. So if your old pattern is still here, then look at it and say hi. But if for some reason this old auntie is ends up being in your living room sipping a cup of tea, then you can start high-fiving yourself because you have seen her and you can ask her to leave. I'm sure she has spent days, months, or even years in your living room drinking tea without you noticing her. So yeah, you seeing her is worth celebrating. You are doing things differently because you're becoming conscious of it. And this is really an occasion to high-five yourself. Instead of feeling bad she came inside again, just try to be proud to actually have seen her and asked her to leave. 
with time and self-studying, you will be able to recognize her sooner, maybe hearing her footsteps or smelling her perfume, so you can catch her sooner. Maybe, who knows, when she will be feel when she will feel seen enough, she will start to call you instead of showing at your door, or maybe move to the other side of the country, just visiting Rayleigh occasionally. And you can say, hi, I see you, good to hear from you, and have a nice day. And sometimes, even if with all the work done, then she will come again. That's okay. You cannot control when somebody shows up at your door. I, I wish we could, but we cannot. And same goes for your patterns. You can only see them and reprogram, their, re reprogram them gently. And actually be kind to yourself and proud of yourself you saw them. If you take a second to have a look at it, like which way would be the most efficient? High-fiving yourself you see it? Or making you feel bad and ashamed and feel like shit and mad, that kind of stuff because she's here again? Personally, I tried the second option and then it didn't work. So I chose to go to the first. Nothing, not saying the second one never comes in. I catch myself doing that most of the time. Okay, I see you coming with your big boots. Like, I know where we're going. The best thing to start accepting myself is to be kind to myself, blah, 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 blah. I read about this already. But just saying, how am I supposed to do that if I hate myself, like right now? If I hate myself, how am I supposed to accept myself? First, I would love to ease any hard feelings around this. This is not your fault. We have already discussed this in episode one, how the game is actually twisted and how you're not broken. Patriarchal bullshit teaches us that being actually happy with who we are is being braggy or full of ourselves or lazy because we don't want to change anything. When we take a look at it, standing up and reclaiming that we are enough is a really big thing. Big thing, sorry. It takes courage and you're doing it. So shout out to you, you're doing an amazing job and you can be proud and accept you're doing amazing things and that you are amazing. A lot of these patterns have nothing to do with you. They are from society. They are from transmission from our families. And also because sometimes we've integrated how life is unfair. And I see you, these patterns suck, but you're not responsible of their creation. But also, you not being responsible of their creation doesn't mean you can't do anything about it. That's what we are here to talk about. Let's start with something simple. Trying to accept a body part. And I said simple <laughs> because it's way easier to try to accept a part of us than changing your our whole personality in one session. But I also want to honor the fact that actually accepting a body part that is a source of so much self-hate and self-rejection might not be the simplest thing to do. But first, why would we want to actually accept our bodies? Simple. Has rejecting yourself served you in the past? Like really served you? Made you feel good about yourself and your life? There might have been benefits, like creating a common topic in a conversation, even if it 
it's not really helping you feel good or it could have helped you feel more normal normal because that's what everyone does like rejecting ourselves and everything but are all these benefits really worth how you feel maybe it's a yes and if that's the case great but maybe it's a no and simple again hating ourselves consumes a lot of energy energy that could be used into doing what we like following our dreams no wonder we feel tired if all of our energy is sucked in pursuing the small goals that make us feel bad instead of doing something that feeds our soul. The only problem about this is how actually it is scary to have so much energy to feel so aligned. Because when you have that, when you are aligned, then the blinders have to go and the consequences of changing your situation will come. If you quit your toxic relationship, you will see consequences. If you quit your job, you will see consequences. Or people that are not aligned anymore with who you are, they will disappear from your life too. And those changes can be really, really scary. And our brain isn't naturally designed to go towards what's scary. Like when we were hunters in the savanna and oh there's a bear it has so many shiny teeth and it hasn't eaten anything in days i'm sure we can be friends let's go say hi and make a big hug <laughs> nope so okay i know i've understood like accepting myself makes me feel whole reclaim my energy be truly happy rien que ça like easy right personally i always had an issue with how to do that. Like, yeah, I get it. I need to accept myself, blah, 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 blah. But how do I do that? Simply put, it starts with changing the story about something. The same as what we did before with the old, the old auntie, like high-fiving yourself when you see her instead of feeling bad she's here. So in our case, it's changing the story about a piece of you. So choosing one thing and instead of going to your habitual mode of criticizing or hating it, change the story. And the best, um, the easiest way to change a story is to do it gradually, so that we can be sure it sticks. Coming from I suck to I'm awesome actually needs a step in the middle. I'm okay. I am doing a good enough job. I'm okay. Same goes with a body part that you don't like. Maybe start with touch because you might have disconnected from this part for a long time. Acknowledge this part of you belongs to you. Say out loud to this part, it belongs to you. If you feel seedy doing this, yes, we all do. Maybe saying out loud that it belongs to you and that maybe, just maybe, you're happy it's there. And if this feels too challenging, start on a very neutral way, like place your hand on this body part and say out loud, these are my breasts, these are my lips, my eyes, whatever. They have been here with me for X years. And then do it on another part and another part, just so that you can make back to your Take back to your consciousness how all of these parts that you might hate or hate or have disconnected from, they belong to you. And 
if you do that, maybe with time, you might feel the, the will to play with the pressure on your hand, pressing a little bit more or a little less, noticing that this part of you is, this part is a part of you, and then it can feel something. It can feel the pressure. It can feel the warmth. It can feel the cold. It belongs to you because it can feel something. And with time, you might actually be happy that this part of you is feeling something and isn't disconnected from your whole body. And then maybe you will feel happy for this place to be here and slowly accepting it one day at a time. I promise it comes. If you show up and do the work and stay at the step that you're at without forcing anything, it may take some time or not, but I promise it shows up. This is the biggest secret. Trying to go slow and start with tolerance. Instead of feeling you need to accept yourself right away, maybe find a place in your body that is willing to accept the part of you with whom, with which it's complicated at that time. But you also need two more things. The first is don't rush. It takes longer to rush. You cannot trick yourself into true acceptance if you can't look at your body. That's, that will not work. You say you accept yourself, and then when you gain weight, you notice you are not. It can be really frustrating to stay at the, these are my breasts. They have been here with me for 20 years as an adult. Repeating this over and over with playing with the pressure on your breasts, and you feel nothing happens. I would just love to offer a thought. Nobody becomes a top-word athlete overnight. You can't change a pattern that has been going on for years, sometimes even decades, in just a session and a few thoughts. It takes patience, it takes commitment, and it takes you showing up. I tried doing differently, it didn't work. Sorry. The second thing you might, you might need is actually compassion with yourself and with your path. Yes, an athlete might actually need to eat a cheeseburger sometimes, and that's okay. It doesn't take away what a great athlete this person is. You, you actually noticing that you have fallen back into hating yourself again says nothing about you being brave and courageous to say fuck you to this twisty game and choosing to do things differently. You getting back into a pattern is just an opportunity to do things differently. And as long as you keep showing up for yourself, you are on the right track. And you need to be celebrated and high-fived because you're amazing. And if you doubt, tell me, I'll celebrate you. So let me summarize this for all of you, my friends, about this acceptance. When you don't feel like you can accept yourself is... The offering I got for you, because that's the word, the one that worked for me, is about slowing down first, taking baby steps, starting with tolerance, and always using pa patience and compassion. I'm sure there are a ton of ways to do this, but 
then that's the one I used for me and that has started working. If you found that episode interesting, feel free to share it with a loved one so that this person can join us too in the sexy family and we can spread the sexified magic to the world. If you want to support this podcast, you can leave a review or subscribe and sign up if you want to the link in the show notes so that you get my love letter when a new episode comes out. And if you want to go deeper into the pleasure to feel alive, to reclaim the thriving sex and fulfilling life you want, feel free to download the free ebook I have for you in the show notes as well. It is called Essence, Awaken Your Body to Reclaim the Pleasure to Feel Alive. Thank you so much for tuning in today and I'll see you in our next episode. Take care.